On behalf of Bishop Kelly, Bishop Sante, Bishop Carroll, all the priests, sisters, and seminarians and brothers, I want to wish all of the fathers a most happy and blessed Father's Day. And today, as well as being Father's Day, is the Sunday within the octave of Corpus Christi. And the epistle for today's Mass, which is taken from the, uh, the Feast of Corpus Christi, First Epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 11. Brethren, I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver to you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread and giving thanks, broke and said, Take ye and eat. This is my body, which shall be delivered for you. This do for the commemoration of me. In like manner also the chalice, after he had supped, saying, This chalice is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you shall drink, for the commemoration of me. For as often as you shall eat this bread and drink the chalice, you shall show the death of the Lord until he come. Therefore, whosoever shall eat this bread or drink of the chalice of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and of the blood of the Lord. But let a man prove himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of the chalice. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh judgment to himself not discerning the body of the Lord and the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 6. At that time, Jesus said to the multitudes of the Jews, My flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood abideth in me, and I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, the same also shall live by me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood abideth in me, and I in him. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This past Thursday, my dear faithful, was the Feast of Corpus Christi, which celebrates the great gift of the Blessed Sacrament. Our Lord gave us this most blessed sacrament at the Last Supper on Holy Thursday. However, we cannot rejoice at this gift and thank God as we should on Holy Thursday, because the sorrow of Good Friday overshadows the Last Supper. For this reason, the Church saves her joy for the Feast of Corpus Christi when she can turn her attention and fully adore and thank God for the Mass and the Blessed Sacrament. The Mass and the Blessed Sacrament are the heart and soul of all the Church's worship. And so on this great feast, we carry our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament like a king. However, on Corpus Christi this year, there was a good chance for rain, and thus we had to move the ceremonies to today. I think our Lord just wanted more adorers 
more to join in his adoration. And so today, we will form his entourage, with his servants, the altar servers, leading the way. The flower girls will spread a carpet of flowers for him, while the thoroughfare sweetens the way with incense. Then will follow the subjects of the king, the sisters and the people singing his praises. Three times our Lord and our King will rest upon his throne, and all his subjects who are present kneel before him, adoring their God. Through all these beautiful ceremonies, the Church wishes to teach us with what devotion we should draw near to the Blessed Sacrament. The Holy Mother of the Church wants us to ask the question, when we come to this banquet, when we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, are our dispositions as perfect as they should be? In the face of this infinite gift, we can assuredly say no. We can always, in fact, we should always, grow in our appreciation of and love for the Blessed Sacrament. To better appreciate how great this gift truly is, we may contemplate the Blessed Sacrament through the eyes of our Blessed Mother. No one understands how good, how great our God truly is, better than his own mother. Throughout the life of Christ, Mary treasured every moment she had with her divine Son, adoring him in her heart. She knew that this is her God, the infinite good, the source of all creation, grace, and happiness, though hidden under the form of man. Every moment with him was a foretaste of heaven to her. On that first Christmas night, with what love she held in her arms, the creator of all things as a weak infant. Time passed by, and one day, Mary watched the all-powerful God take his first steps as a little toddler. She heard the first words of infinite wisdom, and always she treasured every word that came from the lips of her divine Son. How quickly 33 years must have passed until the terrible day of Good Friday, when she beheld the spectacle of perfect innocence, condemned as a criminal and hung by nails on a cross to die. It is unimaginable how deep that sword of sorrow pierced her heart when Our Lady beheld Christ breathe his last upon the cross. Not only did he suffer such pain, torment, and ignominy before mankind, but now he was gone from her. After 33 years with Mary, she had lost him. She could not hold him anymore, could not follow after he walked. He could not hear his words of wisdom. On the other hand, what joy flooded her heart on Easter Sunday when he came to her before all others, risen, glorious, and immortal. But for how long? 
For 40 days, our Lord appeared to his disciples, but then he ascended into heaven. Our Lady was once more bereft of the physical presence of her beloved Son. Or at least she would have been if she did not have the Blessed Sacrament. Of course, she knew that being God, Jesus Christ is everywhere watching over her and listening to every one of her prayers. But at each Mass, Mary beheld her Son come to earth once more, body and blood, soul and divinity, to be with her again, in a way that was even more intimate than during his life. Our Lord came under the humble appearance of bread, not to stand before her, nor speak out loud to her, but to dwell within her. Each moment of Holy Communion was, again, a foretaste of heaven to Mary, because God was there with her. She held her divine Son once more, and she knew that at each Mass he would come to her again. What love filled Mary's heart, my dear faithful, during Holy Communion, and how little our adoration appears in comparison. We are weak, fallen men, and so we don't love our God as much as we should, especially our Lord and the Blessed Sacrament. Every Mass, the infinite God offers himself to us, to be our divine guest. Hidden under the appearance of bread, our divine Savior comes to us to give grace, to win our hearts, and to save our souls. But what does he find when we receive him? A heart ready for him, a soul burning with love for him, Or on the other hand, does he find a measure of indifference? Or a soul receiving the God-man himself merely out of routine? Or to keep up appearance before our neighbor? Our Lady, on the other hand, my dear faithful, understood how great a gift Holy Communion is. And so no one can teach us better how to appreciate this sacrament than her. Blessed Peter Amard, the founder of the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, calls Mary the mother and the queen of adores. She is the closest to the Sacred Heart, giving him the greatest honor and glory by the love that burns in her Immaculate Heart. And so God has established that she be the teacher of devotion to him, for she is the mediatrix of all graces. As Pope Leo XIII put it, just as no one can go to the Father except through the Son, so generally no one can draw near to Christ except through Mary. Her office of mediatrix began even during her earthly life at the visitation of Mary to her cousin Elizabeth. St. John the Baptist was sanctified by our Lord's presence. 
He was sanctified by our Lord, but through Our Lady. Then at Cana, our our Lord blessed the marriage by working his first public miracle at our Blessed Mother's request. Even on the hill of Calvary, our Lord gave strength and comfort to St. John the Apostle by giving him Our Lady. John, behold thy mother, our Lord told him. Finally, at the descent of the Holy Ghost on Pentecost, Father Garrigou Lagrange, a great theologian of this past century, tells us that it was through Our Lady and her prayer that the apostles received the Holy Ghost. Mary's influence carried on throughout her earthly life, and so now it continues in her heavenly life. She distributes all graces including devotion to the Blessed Sacrament. We are to burn with the same love for the Blessed Sacrament that Our Lady had, and that is the reason we must be devoted to her, so that we can be devoted to her Son. And so, my dear faithful, we must turn to our Mother and our Queen to teach us how to love our King. Ask her to set your heart on fire with the same love for Christ that burns in her immaculate heart. She knows better than any other human being who he is, what honor he deserves, and how much we ought to give of ourselves to him. As queen, she sits at his right hand, drawing us to the king. Ask Our Lady, my dear faithful, to teach you who our Lord is, who it is that is upon our altars. As you prepare for communion, pray to our Blessed Mother to help you realize and appreciate who it is you are about to receive. Turn to the Queen of Adorers to teach you how to adore the King of Kings. Ask Mary to take as her own the prayers you offer to her son, that she may correct the faults and present your prayers to him on your behalf. In this way, they will be all the more pleasing to our Lord. Your communions with Mary's help then, my dear faithful, will grow more and more pleasing to God and earn such graces from our Lord. You will be such a comfort to his most sacred heart to find in you a heart growing more and more like Mary, his mother, and loving him more and more. Then, please God, by your worthy communions, he will be able to fulfill his promise to you that he who eats of this bread shall live forever. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.